This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. A Cherry Hill Volvo and XC40 can be leased for as low as $459. And an XC90 leased for as low as $629. The Cherry Hill Volvo offers are very aggressive. Spring into Cherry Hill Volvo for incredibly fabulous offers. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. WOGL HD3 Philadelphia from the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios where relationships matter always live on the free Odyssey app the revolution will be broadcast this is the next generation of talk now on talk radio 1210 WPHT Rich Zioli well, now California's at it. They're trying to find ways to disqualify Donald Trump from their ballot as well after Colorado really steps into it with their unconstitutional decision uh, to try Trump for insurrection and conclude this all on their own. The state of Colorado. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here today. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. You know, after the show concluded yesterday, I, I filled in for Mark Levin, and uh, it was great because the breaking news happened within my opening monologue on Levin's show. But I tell you, it's uh, it, it's been a day today just looking at reactions from things. I think my probably my favorite reaction so far from the left is the New York Times' Mara Gay, who said, if anyone criticizes Colorado banning Trump from the ballot, why are you standing with Confederates? Why are you standing with Confederates who betrayed this country? And this is what they are standing with is the spirit of those Confederates rather than the Americans who came together after a long and brutal civil war that was fought to keep the Union together and clearly saw a threat in ex-Confederates running for office so much so that they amended the Constitution to prevent those traitors from running for office. That should send a message that our election system, our electoral system, can be used for nefarious purposes against the democracy itself. It's clear as day. And Rachel Maddow going on about how if you want to save democracy, you have to ban certain people from being able to run in a democracy. But let's break down exactly what happened yesterday, shall we? The Colorado Supreme Court decided that even though Donald Trump has not been charged with any federal offenses related to an insurrection or a rebellion or giving aid and comfort to those who have, they decided he's guilty of all those things. And then they went on to say that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to the Constitution includes presidents, even though the word is not there. Those are the two things the Colorado Supreme Court did yesterday. How did they come to this conclusion that Donald Trump is guilty of these things, considering that Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, hasn't even charged Trump with any of these things, let alone Trump being found guilty for any of these things? How did they conclude that? Well, they said it's self-evident, basically, which is also what Joe Biden said today. Self-evident. You just have to look at it. Come on. We all watched the January 6th committee hearings. We know he's guilty. Come on. You know he's guilty. I know he's guilty. Who cares about due process? Who cares about the rule of law? Who cares about a trial? Who cares about charges? Come on, he's guilty. You know it, I know it. That's basically their reasoning. They relied on a district court in Colorado who had a five-day, quote-unquote, trial where they found Donald Trump guilty of all these things. 
And then the judge in the case said, well, even though he's guilty of an insurrection and he should not be eligible to serve, the 14th Amendment, Section 3, doesn't bar him from serving. It does not include presidents. So the Colorado Supreme Court took that case up and they said, well, the judge is right. Trump is guilty of an insurrection, but she's wrong. He can be barred from office. We've determined that that's the way it is. Now, Colorado has no jurisdiction over federal law, as you know. No jurisdiction whatsoever. If somebody's going to be charged with the crime of an insurrection or seditious conspiracy or giving aid and comfort or any of those things, those are going to be federal charges. Now, the spirit of the 14th Amendment is very, very important as well. There are several sections in the amendment, but one of them, which is the key one here, is that no person shall be, shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process. Now, where is Donald Trump's due process here? Where's the, where is the due process afforded to him as an American as they try to deprive him of his liberty to seek the presidency? Because guess what? Anybody can run for president. The requirements are very, very slim. You got to be 35 years old, born in this country, and you got to be a citizen for however, how many years here in the United States, whatever it is. That's it. That's all you got to do. That's a requirement. You don't have to have an IQ test. You don't have to have a job. You don't have to be good looking. You don't have to be funny. You don't even have to be uh, an honest person, obviously. You don't even have to be sane. You could be senile. You could really be anybody. But that's the thing. You have the liberty as an American citizen to run for president. If a state is going to deprive you of your liberty, because liberty is a very encompassing word, then they have to do it with due process. That's also in the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. So again, I ask you, where's Donald Trump's due process? Well, we know what it means when they say no state can deprive a citizen, uh, uh, an American of of life. We know what life is. It means they can't put you to death without due process. Property, we know what property is. It's your stuff, right? Stuff you own, it's your stuff. Can't deprive you of that without due process. And your liberty. Liberty is a very encompassing word. And part of your liberty is the ability to run for public office in this country. You have the liberty to do that. You don't have to be an heir to a, to a king. You don't have to be the son of a president. Anyone can do it as long as you meet the minimum constitutional requirements. So if a state is going to deprive somebody of their liberty to run for president, where is the due process? Now, the state of Colorado has no jurisdiction over insurrections and rebellions, number one. Number two, Donald Trump has not been charged with those things. But number three, even if Donald Trump was and was convicted of those things, you still have a problem here. And that is that the 14th Amendment of the Constitution, Section 3, the Disqualification Clause, does not say the word president. It lists all these other offices, but not that one. But why is that? Why would they not list the word president? These uh, two legal scholars surmised that they didn't list the word president because they wanted it to be perfectly clear that the president was included. Huh? Wait, 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 wait. You're going to leave something off the list to make it clear that it's definitely on the list? Why not just put it on the list? Can you imagine if somebody sends you shopping and then uh, you find out that you come home and did you get steak? No, I didn't get steak. Why? It wasn't on the list. Well, obviously, I meant for you to get it. That's why I didn't put it on the list. So obvious. You go, huh? I don't. The argument of these two legal scholars from the Federalist Society, no less, basically said that, that by omitting the word president, they made it very clear that the presidency is included. 
how? You list senator, member of the House of Representatives, electors to the president and vice president. So electors, the people that go to the electoral college, those crazy kids. And you list officers of the United States of America, which officers are very clear. They are the people that the president appoints to help him do his job under Article 2. But president's not there. Why not? Why wouldn't you put that word down if you meant it to apply to the presidency? Now, how does all this play out? Obviously, they could go one of two ways. The Supreme Court's going to weigh in here. Will they do a very big, broad interpretation? Will they do, I mean, ruling? Or will it be much more narrow? Will it be more narrowly tailored? That's the question. On the one hand, the court could come out and say that not only did Donald Trump not have due process, he's not been charged with these things, he's not been found guilty on these things, but in addition to that, it wouldn't apply to him anyway because uh, the 14th Amendment, Section 3, doesn't include the word president. They could do all that and just knock it out and be done with it. Or the court could come back and say, since there is no conviction here, this question is moot. You can't keep him off the ballot. He has not even been accused of doing those things in a federal court, let alone found guilty of them. They could do that. In which case then, you know what's going to happen. The special counsel, Jack Smith, is going to charge him with those things at a D.C. kangaroo court is going to find him guilty of those things because they find everybody guilty in relation to January 6th. And then they'll say, aha, you see, now he is ineligible to be president. And in that case, then you got to go back to court and argue that the president is not included in the disqualification clause of the 14th Amendment. So it could play a couple different ways. I don't know what the court's going to do. Nobody, nobody does, right? Nobody ever knows. But I do think one of, the just, one of the justices in Colorado who dissented, because I read the dissents as well as the majority opinion, and this is what one of the justices said. He said, dismissal of this case is particularly appropriate here because the electors brought their challenge without a determination for proceeding, ergo a prosecution for an insurrection-related offense with more rigorous procedures to ensure adequate due process. Instead, the electors relied on Section 111-113 and its breakneck pace to declare President Trump disqualified as an insurrectionist. You see, the justice's point here is that Trump never had any due process. There was no conviction for this. If you don't have a conviction, how can you possibly bar somebody? And that's really what the Supreme Court can come out and say in just a one-line thing. You can't bar somebody if they have not been convicted of the crime. And then that's it. And then Colorado has to put him on the ballot until the special prosecutor, Jack Smith, adds those charges. And, And this has always been their grand scheme. This has always been their grand play here. Remember I told you when the Proud Boys were found guilty of seditious conspiracy, a ridiculous charge, a ridiculous overcharge of the Proud Boys, but I told you why. And why the Democrats always use the word insurrection over and over and over again to describe January 6th, because their ultimate goal will be to say Trump gave aid and comfort to the Proud Boys, and therefore he's disqualified from being president. But then the question becomes, how did he do that? What, where's the evidence that he gave aid and comfort to these people? The Colorado Supreme Court cites his speech on the ellipse as the, as the uh, reason why January 6th happened, that he incited the crowd. But remember, political speech is protected speech. 
Trump didn't give any specific instructions to anybody. He didn't tell them, go smash windows, go uh, try to kill Mike Pence, go scare the senators so they reject the Electoral College results. He said, we're going to march down the Capitol peacefully. You don't have to say the word peacefully, by the way. It's not required under the Constitution, but he said it. You know, we're going to march down the Capitol peacefully and uh, we're going to fight like hell because if we don't fight like hell, we're going to have a country. We don't have a country. Now, that doesn't mean physically go fight with Capitol Police officers. It's a it's a phrase. It's a political phrase. Hyperbole, which we have a long American tradition of using hyperbolic speech. Take back our country. Give us our liberty. Transform America. But we understand that adults law-abiding citizens are still supposed to follow the law and they can't use political speech as an excuse for their actions. That's why none of the January 6th defendants were ever allowed to use the Trump made me do it defense. It wasn't even allowed in court. The government wouldn't allow them to say, I did it because of Trump. So now we have a Colorado court. We have a state court deciding on its own that Trump is guilty of a federal crime of which it has no authority over and without due process whatsoever. And then the Colorado Supreme Court interprets a constitutional amendment, even though that is not the purview of the Colorado Supreme Court. They're supposed to deal with Colorado law, not, not, not the United States Constitution. But they've decided to interpret the United States Constitution for us. They're a state Supreme Court. They're supposed to interpret the Colorado Constitution, not the United States Constitution, but they did that anyway. And they went through about how uh, it's obvious here that um, there's no there's no requirement that Congress has to do anything. It's uh, this the disqualification here is so self-evident, blah, blah, blah. And it basically then turns around and we just see here it is self-executing. The court says self-executing. What does that mean? It means that if you know he's guilty, you just get to ban him. What? You're telling me now that the Constitution of the United States of America lets this major, major thing being barring somebody from being able to hold office as a senator, a member of the House, elector or president or vice president or an officer of the United States. You're telling me that that entire thing was done, but you get to decide all by yourself. There's no process. There's no procedure. There's nothing. Is that what you're telling me? Yet, that same clause of the Constitution says Congress can override that with a two-thirds majority in both houses. Meaning if somebody's a Confederate, because this was written after the Civil War, these are the post-Civil War Reconstruction Amendments, if somebody was a Confederate who had taken an oath to the United States and then joined the Confederacy, if both the House and the Senate vote by a two-thirds majority, that person then could be eligible to serve in these various capacities. But again, it never mentions the President of the United States as being one of those offices. But the bar is so high in order to re- reinstate somebody that one of the justices in the Colorado Supreme Court dissented and brought that out. He wrote, finally, only a two-thirds majority of both houses of Congress can overturn a Section 3 disqualification. This remedy is extraordinary and speaks volumes about the gravity of the disqualification. Such a high bar indicates that an expedited hearing, absent any discovery procedures, 
and with a preponderance of the evidence standard is not the appropriate means for an adjudication of this magnitude. Meaning, this is a big freaking deal. And we can't just have the Colorado Supreme Court determine all this on their own. Disqualifying somebody from office is a really big deal. So so big, in fact, that in order to override it, you need two-thirds majority in both houses of Congress. You need a supermajority. So this will go to the Supreme Court, obviously, and the Supreme Court will have one of two options. One is to just end it all right away and say, yep, Trump has not had due process. He's not been convicted of anything. And also, even if he does, the 14th Amendment, Section 3, would not apply to him anyway. So it's a moot point. If they do that, great, because then we're done with this nonsense. And then we can stop the games. If they don't do that, if they just focus on the fact that Trump has not been convicted, then what you're going to have happen is you're going to have every lefty state rush to try to ban him from the ballot. And then the next showdown will happen after Jack Smith charges him, finds him guilty in a D.C. kangaroo court, and then they try to ban him from being on the ballot. And then the Supreme Court's going to have to finally put to bed this issue of who is part of the disqualification clause of the Constitution. My hope is that they just do it all at once and just end this, end this pain and suffering now so we can get on with our, with our political life. But I'm concerned that they won't, that they'll be narrow in their interpretation. I hope I'm wrong. 855-839-1210 is the number on Twitter at Rich Zioli. There's a lot to say here. Uh, the president of the United States of America, Joe Biden, he was asked the question today, is Trump an insurrectionist? I'm going to play this for you, and I want you to pay very close attention to what President Biden says here. All right? Cut number one. Is Trump an insurrectionist, sir? Well, I think certainly you're self-evident. You saw it all. Now, whether the 14th Amendment applies, I'll let the court make that decision. But he certainly supported an insurrection. No question about it. None. Zero. And uh, he seems to be doubling down on about everything. Anyway, I've got to go do this. All right, so it's self-evident. Self-evident and self-executing. That's, those are the words of the day. Biden's using that phrase on purpose because what the idea is that, hey, it's so obvious he's guilty. Everybody knows OJ did it. Everybody knows Trump did it. Who cares what the court says? Who cares if there's no trial? Who cares if the trial gets it wrong? Who cares if a jury gets it wrong? Who cares if there's not even any charges? You know he did it. I know he did it. It's self-evident. See, in our country, though, we don't use self-evident as the legal standard. We use something called evidence and a conviction. We don't say something is self-evident, but this is what the Democrats do all the time. They shut down debate. They tell you what to think, and they constantly tell you what the truth is. It's self-evident, you see, that a boy can be a girl. It's self-evident, you see, that masks work. It's self-evident, you see, that vaccines stop the spread of COVID. It's self-evident that climate change is killing everybody and destroying the planet. And don't question those things, because if you do, you're going to be on the naughty list. These things are self-evident. We don't have to prove them. We just say that they are. And then they are, because we're Democrats. That's how they operate. I think Trump is going to fare very well in all this. I think it will resolve in his favor. And the thing about it is, once again, the Democrats are giving him a political gift. Because all this is going to do is help him solidify his position as the Republican nominee for president. At this point, I will tell you, I think yesterday's decision by Colorado was the end of every other political campaign in the Republican primary. They essentially made Trump the nominee yesterday. 
855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Listen, Cherry Hill Volvo on Route 70 in Cherry Hill, my great friends over there, they are doubling down on their amazing incentives for you to get a new Volvo. You know, Cherry Hill Volvo has always had these incredibly generous offers and they work with you to find you the absolute best Volvo at the absolute best price. It's what they're known for. Judith and Yosef, the entire team, will find you every available financial incentive. They are proud of that fact. But right now, they're adding even more because they are doing a big renovation at their dealership. And to make way for the new construction equipment, they're offering $1,000 off on all new Volvos plus owner loyalty. An extra $2,000 off if you use Volvo Car Finance or you lease it through Volvo Leasing. And a $7,500 rebate if you get an electric Volvo plug-in. These are great offers, great offers for you at a wonderful dealership that stands with us as the Talk Radio 1210 WPHD studio sponsor. So what are you waiting for? Go see Cherry Hill Volvo today on Route 70 in Cherry Hill. It'll take great care of you. Maybe you want to do the Care by Volvo lease program that I have. Every five months, you're eligible for a new Volvo. You can keep the Volvo you have or cancel the lease altogether. And one monthly payment includes car insurance, prepaid scheduled maintenance, tire and wheel care, 15,000 miles annually, excessive wear coverage, and more at one amazing price. Cherry Hill Volvo really is the leader. Don't go to any other Volvo dealership. Always deal with Cherry Hill Volvo. And since they're right over the bridge in Cherry Hill, they're easy to get to. They are the region's most accessible Volvo dealership. Again, $1,000 off all new Volvos, $2,000 if you use Volvo car finance or leasing, and $7,500 rebate on a plug-in Volvo at Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships matter. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. The Zioli Show, on your schedule. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. Yes, Dean Martin, Marshmallow World, one of my absolute favorite Christmas songs. Glad you're here today on a busy, busy Wednesday. Holy cow. I'll be filling in for Mark Levin again tonight, so please join me for that from 6 to 9 p.m. I did Dana Lash's show today from noon to 3, so you'll hear that tonight at 9 p.m. So we're, we're together till midnight, basically. We're hanging out till midnight together, which is fun. Tomorrow, I'm doing Dana Lash's show again, and then we have an abbreviated show tomorrow because of basketball nonsense. But don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll get it done. We'll, we'll fit it in. Somehow, we'll fit it all in. We always find a way. On this show, we always find a way. That's the thing. All right, so there's a lot of reaction, obviously, to what Colorado did. And I, and I want to hear from you on this. 855-839-1210 is the number if you want to weigh in. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli, of course. Do you think that this will help Trump politically? I certainly think it will. No question about it. Here is the Colorado Republican chairman, Dave Williams. He was on CNN with Abby Phillips last night. He says that the state's party is going to move to a caucus system if the courts try to keep Trump off the ballot. I'm glad the Republicans are fighting back like this. Cut two. The Colorado party's GOP uh, Twitter account tweeted this. We will never surrender. Please help us keep Trump on the ballot and fight this election interference. Can you tell us exactly what you mean by, quote, we will never surrender? Yeah, absolutely. We think this is an absurd ruling and we're going to do whatever we can to protect the rights of voters in Colorado and frankly across the nation to choose Donald Trump if they so choose. We're going to appeal this to the United States Supreme Court. We're a party to the case and we're not going to take this lying down. And if need be, we're going to withdraw from the primary and go to a strict uh, caucus process that would allow our voters to choose Donald Trump if they want. So the Supreme Court ultimately will have the final word on on this, not just in Colorado, but probably for other states as well. If they side against the former president, would you consider that to be election interference? Absolutely. This is this is un-American of what's going I don't care if it's a Republican majority Supreme Court in the United States or if it's a Democrat majority here in Colorado. We don't feel that this is the right thing to do. If we truly care about one man, one vote and protecting our right to choose those who we want to represent us in government, then Chris Christie and Vivek Ramaswamy and some of your other guests on the last segment are right. Let the people decide. Don't take away our vote. Think about this from this perspective, right? Let's say Texas turns around and says, what's happening at the southern border is an invasion. It's a rebellion. It's an insurrection against the United States of America. And Joe Biden is guilty of allowing this. Uh, It's self-evident. Self-evident. Everybody can see with their own eyes what's happening at the southern border. We have surrendered our border. You have tens of thousands of illegal immigrants coming in every single day. They are taking over America. This is how you take over a country without firing a single shot. And this is a rebellion. This is an insurrection against the United States America homeland. 
And we have decided that since Joe Biden is enabling this, we, the state of Texas, are going to keep him off our ballot, citing the disqualification clause. I mean, if you don't need a federal court to affirm that somebody has committed an insurrection or a rebellion, well, then what's to stop a state from just deciding on their own what a rebellion or an insurrection is? And in this case now, if you allow the United States to be taken over, how is it any different than if you encourage people to take over the Capitol building for a few hours? I'm not suggesting Trump did encourage people to do that. But what I'm saying is if that's Colorado's interpretation, like, hey, listen, he encouraged them to take over the Capitol. You're well, Joe Biden and the Democrats are encouraging tens of thousands of illegal immigrants every single day to take over America. So there's your insurrection. There's your rebellion right there. And Joe Biden's giving aid and comfort to all these people who are coming in to take over our country because he's given them meals and beds. And there you go. Aid and comfort, literally aid and comfort. It's so stupid to think that a state could could have the authority to do that and determine for themselves that the president is guilty of a federal offense that would bar him under the United States Constitution and then interpret the Constitution in state court to say, we believe it applies. Even though it's not our job, it's not our authority, we believe it applies anyway. What what if a state decided that uh, Joe Biden was guilty of high crimes and misdemeanors and said, you know what? Listen, here it goes. Uh, We believe that Joe Biden uh, was with his son, Hunter. It's self-evident that Joe Biden's a crook. And he he took a bribe when he told Ukraine, you better fire the prosecutor or else I'm going to go home and take this billion dollars with me. That was a high crime and misdemeanor. It's self-evident. And um, we've decided he's not eligible to be on the ballot because he should be impeached and convicted and removed from office and then ineligible to serve. So we've decided those things all by ourselves. It's self-evident. Everybody can see he's guilty. Everybody knows he's guilty. Doesn't matter if a court finds him that way. It doesn't matter if Congress finds him that way. We, the state of uh, Missouri, we've decided it. So now Joe Biden is ineligible to be on the ballot because he should be impeached and removed from office and barred from ever running again under the impeachment clause of the Constitution. I mean, what's to stop a state from doing that and saying it's self-evident? It's self-evident. We don't need to wait on Congress to do anything. We don't need to wait in a federal court to decide something. We'll just do it ourselves. I mean, you would have absolute chaos if this is allowed to stand. Absolute chaos. And look, the states absolutely handle the elections. We have 50 separate elections in this country when it comes to the president. We don't have one national election. But it doesn't give the state the ability to usurp the United States Constitution. The state still has to follow the the tenets of the 14th Amendment, which is very, very clear. No state can deprive a person of their life, liberty, or property without due process. Not that complicated. And let's play a little game, shall we? Let's play a little game. I love games. Games are fun, aren't they? Games are always a good time. Oh, and by the way, I have a, a, a little math game for us later in the show. Just how much, for you Home Alone fans out there, like Matt DeSantis, Just how much would it cost the entire McAllister family to go to Paris on that trip in today's dollars? I have the answer for you, exactly how much that is. But let's look at the disqualification from public office under the 14th Amendment, shall we? Section three, I'm gonna read this to you. Tell me what you don't hear. No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature 
or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may, by a two-thirds vote of each house, remove such disability. Now, what did you not hear in that? You didn't hear president. You heard elector of president, but not president. And the courts have already affirmed, there's precedent already, that when they say officers of the United States, they mean people who are appointed by the president to help the president do his job. So, if the word president's not there, you have to conclude that it doesn't apply to the president, because why else list all these other offices? Why not just say, nobody can hold nothing, or something like that? You know, very, very simple. You can't hold a single job. You got nothing. You get nothing and like it if you committed a rebellion against the United States of America. You're ineligible to serve in any capacity. Why not just make it that black and white? Why play word games? Why play little semantic games if what they're trying to get at is the president of the United States is included here too? Why not list president? Because they didn't want it to apply to the president. It's not that complicated. They took the time to list all these other offices, both on the federal and state level, and yet they left out president of the United States of America. For a reason, whatever the reason that the framers of the 14th Amendment and the ratifiers and the adopters felt. And I'm sure there was a lot of debate on that at the time. But what's clear, though, is they didn't put it down. They know about the office of president because they have elector to the president. You can't be a member of the electoral college and vote for the president or vice president if you engage in a rebellion or insurrection or gave aid and comfort to those who did, but they don't mention president. So I think right there, that's all you need to know. That's it. That's it. Boom, done. That's It's over. What you don't say sometimes matters as much as what you do say, and they don't say president here. And they say all these other offices. They begin with senator, but everybody would understand the president to be uh, a bigger office than a senator. So they would list president first. And they don't list it at all just not there but i want to play uh, a little clip for you this is uh, a lot of great audio today uh terrific audio this is the kooks on msnbc rachel maddow listen to the logic here all right if you want to have a healthy democracy that means you have to ban people from being able to run and deprive the voters of their choice to vote for that person that's how you have a healthy democracy, by not allowing people the opportunity to vote for the candidate of their choice. Cut three. The idea of a healthy democracy, nevertheless, having some sort of disqualifying process, an adjudicated process by which some people and some parties even are prohibited from participating in democratic competition because their point, because what they've shown, because their track record or their platform is anti-democratic in nature. That's a thing. That happens all over the world. It happens in our own history. That's how we got the third, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. As I said, it happened in, in post-war Germany. One of the things that I've been researching recently is that these there were, there were you know post-war German political Wait parties that wanted to bring Nazism or a version of Nazis, that back. right. The Germans set up a judicial system under Allied supervision that assessed whether or not they were anti-democratic parties. And if they were, all right, they let's were stop it right there. For, it's all I can tolerate of Rachel Maddow slash Chris Hayes. Uh, first of all, they also they, they did set up a judicial system to adjudicate those matters, which has not been done here. 
Nothing about Trump and January 6th has actually been adjudicated. But also Nazi. You just say Nazi. That's it. Everything comes back to Nazi with these people. Just say Nazi, just say Hitler, and then you're, you're done. You're good. That's it. That's all you got to say. 855-839-1210 is the number if you want to weigh in today at everything we are discussing. It's been a, it's going to be a big show. We have a lot to talk about. There's breaking news all over the place. And don't forget, Hunter Biden, a lot of questions going on right now about Hunter Biden. In particular, what is going to happen? Why is he flying on Marine One all the time? What is the president talking about with Hunter Biden? But listen, Dr. Mike Venaria is a great guy and a great friend, and it's not too late to give yourself an amazing gift this year. I'm talking about the gift of a beautiful smile. Your smile says so much, right? Lights up a room and lets everybody see how happy you are. And if you need complicated dental work, there's no one better than Dr. Mike Venaria. He's my dentist, my family's dentist, and he is the master of dental implants. In fact, for 10 years, he has been ranked as the top dentist in New Jersey because of how great he is. He puts care first. That's the main thing. With two offices to serve you in Cinnaminson and Woodbury right over the bridge, let Dr. Mike Venaria give you the smile you deserve. A beautiful smile says so much. And he handles cosmetic dentistry, pain-free root canal treatment if necessary, and of course, complicated dental work. If you've had an estimate for complicated dental work, have Dr. Mike give you a second opinion because that's the kind of guy he is. And you'll see the cost is probably going to be much better, especially if you go to one of these chain dental offices out there. They are all about the bottom line. Dr. Mike has exceeded because he's all about care for his patients. Everybody in the, in the staff is great. The great people that work there, great music playing in the office. You will be very impressed. Just go to VenariaDental.com. V-A-N-A-R-I-A. VenariaDental.com. My buddy, my friend, and the master of dental implants, Dr. Mike Venaria. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. I'll tell you what, the dissents here in this case, there's some really great dissents by the uh, justices in Colorado, including a Democrat-appointed Colorado justice who says the Trump ballot ban undermines the bedrock of America. That's right. All three dissenting justices in the Colorado court decision were Democrat appointees. So it's important to note that. They are Democrats, and yet they dissented. So this is important to know. Justices Carlos Samor, Maria Birkenkotter, and Chief Justice Brian D. Boatwright all dissented. But Samor was particularly critical of the 4-3 ruling. Samor and Boatwright were each appointed by Democrat former Governor John Hickenlooper, while Birkenkotter was appointed by current Governor Jared Polis, also a Democrat. This is what... Justice Samor wrote, quote, the decision to bar former President Donald J. Trump, by all counts, the current leading Republican presidential candidate and reportedly the current leading overall presidential candidate from Colorado's presidential primary ballot flies in the face of the due process doctrine. Even if we are convinced that a candidate committed horrible acts in the past, dare I say, engage in insurrection There must be procedural due process before we can declare that individual disqualified from holding public office. The justice went on to argue that allowing states to decide individually whether to allow Trump's candidacy risked chaos in the country. The justice conjured visions of state governments divided on the legitimacy of a victorious presidential candidate. This can't possibly be the outcome the framers intended, the justice wrote. 
I'm glad this justice is pointing out the major problem with this, which is the due process fact. You can't just declare people's guilt. You don't just say it's self-evident that they're guilty. You have to have due process. There has to be a trial. There has to be a conviction by a jury of your peers. This is fundamental to the American legal system. You don't have to be a, a legal scholar to see that. Everybody gets their day in court, except if you're Donald Trump. Then you get multiple days in court, and then they even find you guilty for the stuff that you're not even in court for, and then bar you from being on the ballot. But let's think about why this is happening, obviously. This is all happening because they are terrified that Trump is going to win. They're terrified of it. I mean, he's the one guy that's going to go in there and smash the deep state. It's personal for him. It's like Jaws to the revenge. This time it's personal. He's not going to let go. You know, he made the mistake in his first term of listening to the Republican establishment, bringing a lot of those hacks from the RNC into the White House. And meanwhile, the deep state was trying to undermine his entire presidency. Russia collusion, the nonsense. Well, he's learned his lesson from that. And this time around, it's going to be very different. Project 2025, which is the work of the Heritage Foundation and other conservative organizations, which essentially is going to say the president will redefine the executive branch to get away from these unelected, unaccountable bureaucrats and be able to have people who actually will work to fulfill the president's vision, which is something that needs to happen. So my God, you, you, you shouldn't have bureaucrats at the EPA undermining the president's agenda if he's trying to get the EPA off of the backs of businesses, for example. And you can't have uh, these bureaucrats in the deep state at the NSA and the FBI and the CIA working to undermine his presidency. With it, with every, where every day is basically another coup d'etat in the United States of America. You can't have these things. And the other point I want to make is that courts are supposed to rely on precedent. That's a fundamental principle of our legal system as well. Courts are supposed to rely on precedent. The only precedent at this moment in time regarding Donald Trump in January 6th is the impeachment of Donald Trump. And the Senate acquitted him. Remember, after January 6th, 2021, Trump was impeached for his role in the events that day. And an impeachment is an accusation. The trial was in the Senate and the Senate acquitted him. Because you need a two-thirds verdict to convict. Two-thirds vote. So the only precedent in this entire thing regarding Donald Trump in January 6th is when Donald Trump was acquitted of his role in January 6th by Congress, by the United States Congress. And yet the Supreme Court of Colorado says we can, we know better than the United States Congress and we have the power to overrule the United States Congress and say that the president's guilty of an insurrection, even though the Congress said he wasn't? Let me go to uh, Vinny in Pennsylvania. Vinny, you're on Talk Radio 1210. What's going on, my man? Hi, Rich. Uh, I think all Republican-led states should take immediate action to take old Joey off of their ballots, citing the self-evident border insurrection, forcing the Supreme Court's hand to make the proper decision. Because that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, look, man, I agree. Why not? What's happening at the border is definitely an insurrection. It's definitely a rebellion against the United States of America. And Joe Biden is giving aid and comfort to those who are doing it. You literally have people invading the country. Right. I'm so tired of the demos playing chess and the bow ties playing checkers. They've got to make a move sooner or later. Thanks, Vinny. Merry Christmas, my friend. Gene is in Abington. Gene, how are you? Hi, Rich. 
Your show is fantastic. Thank you. You are spot on on so many things. In fact, I don't, I don't remember anything you say that is incorrect. The the uh, clause that Section Three specifically does not mention the executive branch. It doesn't okay. mention the president. It mentions officers of the United States who would That's be part of the right. executive branch, but not the president. Right now. I also want to recommend, I want to recommend a CD. You like Christmas music, right? Yes. You like klezmer music? What music? Klezmer. I don't know what that is. That's like the stuff you hear in Fiddler on the Roof. Ah, okay. That kind of, there's a CD called Oi to the World. It's all Christmas music. (laughs) Oi to the World. All right. I will check it out, Gene. (laughs) You check it out. Okay. Thank you, Thank Gene. You. Merry Thank Christmas and appreciate you listening too. to the Merry show. Merry Christmas. All right. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. So by all accounts, the Supreme Court is going to have to say that Donald Trump is eligible to be on the ballot in Colorado. No question about it. They're going to have to say that because it's just so obvious. It's self-evident. Can't you see? It's self-evident. The Congress of the United States acquitted him in the one trial that, it, that ever happened regarding Donald Trump's role on January 6th. So if anything, the Supreme Court should reject Colorado because of the fact that Donald Trump was acquitted by Congress. And like it or not, Congress has the ultimate authority when it comes to presidential conduct. And they acquitted the guy. That's the one time he was in court, so to speak, a political court, but a court nonetheless. And he was acquitted. And he has not been in federal court on the matter because he hasn't even been charged with those things, let alone convicted in federal court. Listen, I'm not a lawyer, but I do love constitutional law, but I know I'm smart enough that if I were ever hurt in an accident, I know I'm going to reach out to the lawyer who's going to fight for me. That's my buddy, Tom Skopinich. He's a great guy and he's a fighter. And for 25 years, he's been fighting to help people on both sides of the river, maximize their recovery and get the fair share that they deserve if they've been injured in an accident. You don't want to leave it to the insurance companies. Insurance companies are big businesses and they are concerned with one thing and that's their bottom line. You need a guy who's going to fight for you and that's Tom Skopinich. Just go to scopelawyer.com, S-C-O-P-E lawyer.com. You're going to have a guy who's a fighter and here's the, the, the real secret reason why Tom Skopinich is so good. See, prior to starting his law practice, he used to work for and on behalf of the insurance companies. So he knows how they think. He knows how they operate. He can put that insider expertise to work for you. And that's why he's so good at what he does. Just last week, I had a buddy of mine who was hurt in a very bad car accident. Reached out to Tom Skopinich. I gave him his number. Within an hour, they were talking. You're going to deal directly with Tom. Unlike all the billboard clowns out there, you never talk to them. You're going to talk directly to Tom. So reach out to him today, scopelawyer.com, S-C-O-P-E lawyer.com. My buddy, Tom Skopinich, scopelawyer.com. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.